pod. Crap, I clicked the pen. That's like the first thing I did. <laughs> Do you want to? I just think you did. Tell everybody your name. Oh, I'm Olivia. And I'm Christina. Hence, okay. And we're gals. <laughs> so what do you get? Okay, gals. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. Like when we hit record, I'm like, I actually have to respond to what you say. <laughs> so every time I'm listening to you, I'm like, yeah. And then you stop talking. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm supposed to like, respond. <laughs> I am sick. So if I sound disgusting, it's because I am. <laughs> Listen to sleep. If I'm watching season four of Stranger Things. <gasps> Same! Stop! So... Wait, Ronnie and I finished the first part. Oh, I'm Have not you? done yet. No, no, okay. no. Which episode are you on? Honestly, I feel like I should know this. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting close, though, because I've watched a ton. Does Caleb watch with you? No, he does not. Like, and this one, I told him. This I has like, been I don't... scary. It's, like, gory. I'm, like, shook a little not bit. Not even gory, but, like, terrifying. Yeah, it's, like, we watched it's like a first... more of, like, a horror movie yes. than anything. And I try to stay away from horror movies. I don't like the bad juju. <laughs> like, I am the adult in my house. I can't go sleep on my parents' floor if I'm scared. And yeah. yes, I used to do that in high you, school. You did? If I got too scared of, like, watching a scary movie, I watched The Conjuring. Didn't <gasps> even finish it. Spent that night on my parents' floor because in my room... So I don't know if you ever, like, went to my room in high school, but... Is it the room with the attic? Yes. Yes. So I had, like, a lower room, which was, like, just, like, a normal room. But I mostly... I ended up living in the attic because I, like, redid it, whatever. It was really cute. It was the best. I miss that room. But so I... At one point, I, like, stayed in the downstairs room. But there's a ladder coming down into the room, and the attic is up there. So I watch The Conjuring, come home, and I'm just staring up... (laughs) At the top of this ladder, because there's just a hole in the freaking ceiling. <laughs> and I'm just like terrified, like something is up there. Oh my gosh. Couldn't sleep. Went and slept on my parents' floor, and I was like, not even ashamed. Like, I'm so scared. But now that, like, I'm married and I live away from home, like, if something happens, I gotta deal with it. Like, yep. I'm scared. Yep. Guess whose floor I'm sleeping on? Mine. And that's even worse. <laughs> like,. <laughs> So I just try to stay away from scary stuff, but this has sucked me in. I'm so stressed right now. I feel like nothing is resolved. I really want to know where you are. If you haven't watched Stranger Things season four, part one, skip ahead a little bit. We're not going to be like talking or giving spoilers yeah, too bad, spoil but if you don't want to know but... anything at all, my dad is like, as soon as you even mention the name of a movie he hasn't seen, stop talking. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to hear another word. <laughs> yeah, that has sucked me in good. I usually, it's funny, I don't feel like I pan out very much from the shows that I normally watch, like Friends and like The Office and The Great British Baking Show. I will watch those over and over and over again. I have a really hard time liking shows enough to like stick with them, Uh but I do like Stranger Things and it is intense. It's good, but I I feel like it's just so scary. Okay, after we watched the first episode, I was like, I didn't, I don't know if I told this to Ronnie, but I was seriously thinking i don't think i can watch this anymore that happened to me too after the first episode i was like (laughs) i might need to be done but then like okay kind of a spoiler it's not paranormal it's witchcraft and like alien vibes right like there's like an actual like being that's doing this it's not just like oh there's these ghosts yeah i will say though vecna the monster guy 
He's, he's really frick creepy. But it did make <laughs> me laugh at one point. It just like shows like a full body like image of him. And I'm just like cackling to myself about like his torso. He has like the <laughs> most like awkward like body shape. And for half a second, I'm like laughing at this like horror show because the guy's torso <laughs> looks funny. <laughs> I'm like, not so scary now, Vecna, are ya? <laughs> <laughs> Your funky torso. <laughs> so anyways, hilarious. those are my updates. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, wait, you told me you had a story to tell me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, so I went up to a reception tonight, mm-hmm. a little bit before I came over. So, I'm at this reception, and it's from like someone from across the street. I'm not going to say who it is. I don't know. I Sometimes I feel like I'm... Yeah, I don't know what I should and shouldn't say. But it's like my friend, he grew up like across the street and we like all hung out together, whatever. Went to his reception. And while I'm there, so I'm like holding Ozzy and we're like at the food table, whatever. And this lady comes up to me. She's like, what's your name? Like, do I know you? I'm like telling her, I'm like, oh, like I'm Olivia. And she's like, your aunt is Annette, right? like yeah like my aunt Annette does hair and so she knows like quite a few people especially like locally like yeah like that's my aunt she's like okay so do you have a 10 year old son I have my daughter Brooklyn this woman that literally (laughs) thought I had a 10 year old son I said to my parents I'm like do I look old enough to have a 10 year old son self-esteem crush out the window literally afterwards i was like oh my gosh i look so old i literally would have been 13 when i had my 10 year old son he's 10 now i was 13 great (laughs) like you do not look old enough to have a 10 year old son at all what was this lady thinking like great i hate myself do any of your sisters have a 10 year old son my oldest sister has like an eight i think he's turning nine this year oh but, like, nobody... And my mom was like, I don't even know who she was thinking you were because that just doesn't make any sense. She, like, she definitely thought you were somebody else. I'm like, no, I just look like an old lady. Was it somebody on your uncle's side? I don't know. I literally have no clue. All I know Weird. is that apparently I look old. Old enough to have a 10-year-old, I guess. <laughs> you like, don't. I have, like, not stopped thinking about it since she said that. Like, how do I look old enough to have a 10-year-old son? you don't like oh my goodness never gonna that is wild never gonna let that go i'm like so bugged by it <laughs> like came home and looked in the mirror after i'm like what are we sure, <laughs> are we sure? <laughs> so yeah that's my story Good i was grief. so like i was so bothered but also just like so bummed <laughs> like how old do i look which is funny because the other day I said to Caleb, I'm like, do I look old? Like, just out of nowhere. I just was like, I feel like I look old. Like, you see people and you're like, oh, wow, you look like 19 or 20. Like, do I look like I'm like 30? Do I look older no, than I am? I don't think so. And then this lady comes out and acts like I'm... You have a 10-year-old at home? I have a 10-year-old at home. <laughs> Anywho. I just realized we didn't even I'm like, on introduce happier the topic. Oh, we can which do that now. Which is happy. Yes, it will be happy. Hopefully. Oh, like, hopefully it circles back around to that. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can tell by the title of this episode. But we're talking about body image. We should probably add like a trigger warning, I'm assuming. Yeah, I so think we should. we're probably going to touch on some uh, kind of heavy stuff. 
Yeah, I'm actually really nervous because thus far we had a topic episode, but we mostly just talked about like the way that we view that topic. Right. Rather this than is like personal, personal stories. The exact same time we said that. <laughs> personal. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about body image, which can be kind of like a triggering topic for people. And full disclosure, I mean, obviously we've said this like a million times and I probably said at the beginning of the episode too, but like we're not like experts. We're not like, we don't know everything about this. We're not, I feel like we need this as much as anybody else does. Yeah. Like the topic, like talking about it. We're, I'm not like this expert. I'm just like, oh yeah, I've just like mastered, like have great confidence in myself. Love my body. Right. It's like we're, I feel like we're both still learning. I don't know. I feel like most people, and I don't think you ever get to a point where you're just like, okay, great. Like just totally fine with my body and like never going to need to relearn to love it kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Because stuff happens. We're getting older. Like like once you have kids too. Oh boy. Yeah. I can't remember where I saw it or if it was in a show or something, but somebody or I saw something that said that it's beautiful that we get to age. And, honestly, and I'm like, which fool said this? <laughs> <laughs> this lady said I was old at the reception. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was actually on Instagram. I think it honestly could have been someone talking about. I'm trying to contain myself. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're okay. But I feel like it <clears throat> was probably something on the lines of talking about Botox and like all of those procedures that you get done but basically it's a gift that we have that we get to grow old that we get to age it's be- it's a beautiful thing and i really would like to think of that more i think we think of getting older and like our bodies changing as like a bad thing like we want to just hold on to like well, because in society we have all these anti-aging creams botox right and like if you want to do those things like that makes you happy then fine you know but i think the whole point is to know that you can love yourself either way do you know what i mean yes like yeah. you do it because it's fun and like makes you feel good but also knowing that like you're still just as worthy without those things you know yeah you're still just as worthy with all the wrinkles and the sagging skin and fine lines and I'm like, or in my case, like cellulite and stretch marks. <laughs> oh, same here. That has come with getting older and birthing a child. Well, I we both kind of have, yes. I literally just raised my hand. <laughs> I should add, though, <laughs> I literally like laughing at myself that I just raised my hand. <laughs> I should add, though, stretch marks are not just like when you have a baby. Yes. I had stretch marks in high school. Uh, and I yeah. have, I had all the stretch marks I have, like, on my hips and my legs. I got all those before I was even pregnant. I used this, like, serum stuff on, like, my belly, so I didn't really get any stretch marks on my belly. I, but, like, all the ones that I have, I had before I even got pregnant. So, if, like, you don't have kids yet, you're like, oh, well, I have stretch marks. That's totally normal. Yes. And, like, that's fine. I think we kind of associate. Well, and even if you have had a baby, honestly, it's all genetics. Like, you can try using all the serums and creams and lotions and whatever, and that might help. But, honestly, if you're going to get stretch marks, I feel like you're going to get them. You know what I mean? Oh, I have those too, girl. She just but showed me. But I just, me. like, pull my, like, leg and I'm like, here, look. 
Which is something and that I, I got, need to get more comfortable with. I got tons them. on my tummy. I'm like, wait, let me see. I feel like you've shown me show before. <laughs> I think the hardest part that I have with stretch marks is that mine are like big. Oh, They're mine on my, huge. my hip are like that. Because I feel like when we when we talked about having this as a topic, I'm like, oh yeah. But then I realized I'm going to be saying all these things, but then having a hard time like believing it for myself. Because yeah. when I see other people and they're like wearing their swimsuit and they have stretch marks or they have like cellulite, it doesn't even like, I don't even bat an eye. Like, oh I'm my like, gosh, why are you wearing that? Yeah, like I don't think anything bad about it. It doesn't even like bug me at all. And I'm honestly like, like you go girl. Like the fact that it doesn't bug them. I don't, like, I don't know. I just, when I see other people, I don't even bat an eye. But then when I go to put on a swimsuit, I'm like, oh my gosh, my huge stretch marks are going to be out and people are going to see them. <laughs> like, I don't know. So like in my head, I'd like to think that, because in my mind, I know that even if you have stretch marks and, or cellulite or it's like, I know that that doesn't change your value. And honestly, like your body is like the most uninteresting thing about you. Yes. Like, Say it louder for the people <laughs> in the back. You know what I mean? Like, your body is not the most important thing about you. And I think here in this area, I think I talked about Mary <laughs> about this last time. But she was living in South Carolina. And she's like, the beauty standard here compared to, like, South Carolina is just, like, mind-blowing. Because here it's, like, everyone is just so dolled up all the time. It's just, like, all about how you look. Which, again is fine to want to look good yeah but it's all about like understanding that you still like your value doesn't change just because you put your makeup on you're still worthy of the exact same amount of love regardless like either way does that make sense yeah i'm just butchering this (laughs) no totally you're totally making sense i actually along with the stretch marks i actually view mine as like a memory keepsake in a way Cause like I don't have tattoos, I probably will never get a tattoo. So to me, this is like my tattoo, and it took me a minute to get there. I feel like, well, while we're talking about it, I guess I'll just talk about it. So when I was like 38, yes, I was 38 weeks pregnant. So it was like a week before I had COVID, and I was going to the bathroom at my parents' house, and their mirror comes down a lot lower, and it was the first time that I had like seen under my stomach. <laughs> because I was huge (laughs) and I saw just this web of stretch marks coming up my pelvis and onto my stomach and I up until that point I was like I don't really have stretch marks I had little like abrasions Uh on like the very front but I didn't see or realize I had stretch marks like purple huge stretch marks and I remember if she's listening to this she's probably gonna feel bad (laughs) but I remember showing my sister. We won't say which one. I know. (laughs) Maybe I'll tell you later. (laughs) So I show my sister. I'm like, look at my stretch marks. I totally have stretch marks now. I pull down my pant line to show her and her face. Just everything on her face was reading stress and worry and like, like, oh, oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. That bugged me. But I think in the moment I was like, to kind of brush it off because she was still there. I woke up the next morning in tears. Oh, I would have sobbed. Yeah. And it <laughs> wasn't and it wasn't just because of what she said. It was like the reality of the stretch marks. And I don't know why because up until that, like I loved being pregnant. I loved my body being pregnant. Uh-huh. 
just for whatever reason, I can't even remember exactly why I felt this way, but I just was really sad and heartbroken about it. But then I just finally came to the realization and the conclusion, if you will, (laughs) that I loved being pregnant with Coven and I was so sad that it was ending. Like you're only pregnant with your first once. And so to me, these stretch marks are like the memory. Like I have a physical reminder of what that pregnancy was like and what it meant to me. Well, and I think like your reaction to like seeing your stretch marks for the first time is like totally completely normal. I think when we think about things that like, oh, like you should just love it. It's like, well, it's okay to almost like mourn like your body changing yeah it's because when you get pregnant and when you have babies your body your body totally changes and i feel like even just like growing up and like becoming more of a woman (laughs) i'm sick so that's a woman (laughs) a woman (laughs) i'm so sorry i sound disgusting but even just like growing into your body more as like you get older it's like things change so much and it's okay to mourn like the change a little bit it's okay to let it sink in and instead of telling yourself it's wrong to feel those ways just like let it sit with you for a minute and think okay like you know i'm changing and i'm sad about it but i understand that this doesn't change you know like my whole outlook on my body like my body is still beautiful my body is still you know and honestly our bodies are vessels and give us opportunities to do things right like our bodies were made to grow and change to have babies and to nourish babies like and granted there are those who struggle with infertility and even women who have never been able to experience that but whatever your story is like your body is a vessel like think of all the things that you do every day like you go for a walk or a hike or even just like getting up in the morning like our bodies just do so much like they're crazy mm-hmm. how much they can take and like when we're hard on them when i eat terrible <laughs> when i eat so bad and it's like your body just takes it and it i don't know where i'm trying to go with this but uh our bodies are incredible I think we focus more on how they look than how they feel. But come to the uh, realization that I want my goal like for myself to not be like, okay, what's my ideal weight? Or what do I want to look like in these jeans? Like not having these like numbers in my head of, that I want to hit. Like I want to be at this weight and then um, I'll be happy. Or if I look this way in these pants or whatever. I don't want to care about my weight at all. I just want to focus on how I feel. Because truly, like, being healthy, honestly, in my opinion, has, like, nothing to do, like, with your weight or how you look or whatever. It's, like, the way your body feels and all those things. So, kind of leading into that, I realized this because, so, I'm like, let me just lead into my story really quick. Not that it's very interesting, but... My whole life, I have had curves, bigger thighs, hips, a booty, you know. And I always felt like that was wrong because I saw these other girls who just like straight up and down 
and those were always like the popular girls always like had the best cute clothes you know trendy girls and so my whole life I just like ever since I was a kid I thought that was wrong and then in high school I just never felt comfortable with my body and then after Caleb and I got married I just like had a lot of things that happened I mean like when you get married I feel like you gain weight which is like normal I had a lot of like personal things going on and I gained like upwards of 30 pounds in like three months like I was so stressed out and I feel like I just like ate my feelings and it was so rough and it showed and so even before I had Ozzy I just like yeah all these stretch marks like my body was changing so much and it was like trying to keep up right with me just like eating like crazy and just like not taking care of myself and just like shutting down like my brain had shut down but my body just like kept going right and so then when I got pregnant with Ozzy I was so sick the whole time like throwing up the whole nine months gained seven pounds my entire pregnancy granted though like I had all this weight beforehand so it wasn't like it was unhealthy or anything but so then being so sick the whole time and not really gaining much weight because of that once I had Ozzy I feel like I had such an opposite like experience from like most people having babies where the weight just like fell off of me I think I lost like 40 to 50 pounds wow that's when like so I remember feeling very confident after that I'm like oh like I'm sis is thin now like I haven't seen her in a while like years and I thought that because now I had surpassed when I wanted to lose weight before I had Ozzy I had like a certain number that was like okay once I hit this like I'll be happy yeah I surpassed that by 20 pounds wow 20 and even then every time I'd look in the mirror I was like I still hate all these certain things I still don't like my legs I still don't like this I still like that and it made me realize that it's like the, the number does not matter. It's like it's your perception of yourself. So if you wait for like a certain, I feel like, oh my gosh, if I'm getting so like aggressive, I'm like, oh. <laughs> but like if you just wait to be happy with yourself and with your body, like when you look a certain way or you hit a certain number, you will never be happy. Because even once you get to that point, you hit that weight or you look that certain way in the dress or whatever. Like, your perception of yourself hasn't changed. Do you know what I mean? No, I actually have someone in my life who puts all of her worth based on what she looks like. Like, whether she's tan, whether she's lost weight. I'm literally, like, mouthing, like, I know who it is. (laughs) Which, I'll just say really quick because I know who it is. It's so funny because this person that you're talking about keep it really Mm -hmm. vague who i know it's like i do not see that in her at all i think she is so just like gorgeous not even just like the way she like looks or anything but just like everything about her i'm like she's just so fun to be around she is seriously she just draws people to her i feel like people i know and such good taste in music (laughs) (laughs) well and it's just it seriously breaks my heart and there was one time where i was talking to her and i was like sis girl not disclosing the name because i guess i would need to get into like my history with like body image and all that stuff but we were sitting together in conversation and i just was telling her all of these goals that you have for yourself all these things that you feel like you need to do be or have physically 
Like your perception of yourself is individual to you. And it doesn't matter what someone looks like if they have body dysmorphia or if there's something they don't like about themselves. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about them. They will always think that way of themselves. So like we think that she is gorgeous, hilarious, all of these wonderful like things. Like envy this woman. <laughs> but she does not feel that way about herself. Like, like she, she doesn't believe. See it. Yes. And she doesn't think that it's true until she weighs this much or until she's this tan or until she looks this way. And I was telling her, even if you achieve those things, you're still always going to want something to be different about you. Right, like you're going to want until more. You, yes, until you fix that mindset. Because it's really the, like your body does not need to change at all. Like right now, you can just love yourself as you are right now. And I'm still learning this myself. Like every day I'm like, hate the chub, hate this, hate that. Like, but you can love yourself. It's all of really, your perception of yourself. Yes, it's your perception of yourself. And I think the moment we allow ourselves to just like fully understand like our body, the way our body looks does not define like who we are or our worth or anything or really what capable if you of. can just like give yourself the permission to be like i am hot as frick i'm gonna wear whatever i want because i'm hot okay like yeah doesn't matter what the scale says does it matter that my hips be popping in these jeans like you just give yourself permission and it's obviously it's like easier said than done right but like once you just stop Caring. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like we all care so much. I care so much. Oh, I care. Yeah. <laughs> like me, I'm the first like guilty one. Like, and I think I'm more so worried about other what other people are gonna say about me. Or like, I if think, I yeah. were to wear like a bikini right now, which I have that like pool slide party thing this weekend uh-huh. that we do every year, and I'm like, what do I wear? All I have really is like bikinis. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Like, my chub is gonna be out. My stretch marks. My cellulite law. <laughs> but then I'm like, but why do I care? Yeah. And I think it's because I don't want other people to see my body and, like, judge me. And think, like, oh, she's let herself go. Because that's, like, immediately, yes. right? When people haven't seen you for a while. Yeah. You've, like, put on any weight or you've lost weight. They're like, oh, wow, you look great. You've lost weight. Or they're like, oh, have you been having a tough time? And you're like, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes, but how does it show? (laughs) Even if someone doesn't say those things, or even if they're not even thinking that, for whatever reason, you you worry. You worry that they're going to. And, like, I feel like, which I would hope that we could get to the point where we just, like, don't comment about people's weight at all, whether it's, like, positive or negative. Because, I mean, I think sometimes people think they're being nice. Like, wow, like, you look great. You lost weight. But, like, people could be going through, like, an eating disorder or, like, they unintentionally last that weight or it's just like we just need to not because then then you also feel like the first thing people notice about you is your body right and that's why yeah. it's so important is because that's the first thing everybody notices about you and that's what people care about because when i lost all that weight after having ozzy i went back to work and people did not even recognize me <laughs> they were like wait who the heck are you and that like it felt good to have people feel like oh wow like i feel like I look good now. I must look good because people are saying like, wow, you look so small. Well, eventually people are just used to how I looked and I wasn't getting those comments anymore. And all of a sudden it's just like, I still looked the same, but I felt terrible about myself. Nothing had changed. It's just like 
my mindset, my pers- my perception of the situation. Yep. It's literally all just like a mind game. Like we just need to like let go of our expectations in our head. And just yeah, let's just stop have you seen on people's bodies. Have you seen that thing on Instagram but there are reels going around or just like things being shared that's basically like instead of hot girl summer let's enjoy being outside let's enjoy laughing with our kids let's enjoy feeling good in our bodies let's enjoy walking and nature and rather than focusing so much on the way that we look in our swimsuits or you know what i mean like why can't like let's just enjoy life and enjoy what life has to offer rather than being so fixated on what we look like or what other people think about our bodies because like you said and i love the way that you phrase it like your body is the how do you say it (laughs) your body is like the least interesting thing about you yes i love that well i think too with like catch that on some merch (laughs) (laughs) um which i'm pretty sure somebody else said that but like hey i'll take credit sure um (laughs) but even with like hot girl summer like that can be whatever you want to be like everyone acts like that means you have to have like the perfect that's like, true bikini body this is true and whatever it's like hot girl summer wear that swimsuit that you want to regardless of if you look different in it than other people read all those books go on that vacation yeah like just be confident hot girl summer hot girl all the time i don't know like all, all year <laughs> round <laughs> it's fix it like it's focused on you like knowing like, just giving yourself that confidence, I feel like. Yeah. Because I could have hot girl summer now with the body and the weight that I'm at now, the same as someone else could 50 pounds lighter and looks really good. <laughs> like, it looks different than I do in a swimsuit. Yeah. They're both valid. Absolutely. It's like we're just, like, putting these ideas of, like, well, sorry, you can only be a part of a hot girl summer. Like, here's the checklist. Oh, you're over the weight. Sorry, sis. You're cut from the program. Like, well, and also, I think know? it's so important to realize that every body is different. Like, genetics have a huge play in the way that we look. Like, our body shapes. That's why we are all different and unique is all because we just are. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm literally, like, raising my hand because I keep being like, oh, I have so much to say. <laughs> That's why it kind of drives me nuts that people are like, oh, if your body looks this way, that means you're healthy. Because mm-hmm. I truly believe that I could, like, work out as much as I want or, you know, go through all these crazy things, which that in itself is not healthy. Being fixated on, like, just the way your body looks and working out like crazy just to look a certain way. But I feel like I could do all of that and still not look the same. Oh, I keep hitting the mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I still would not look the same as this other girl who's just, like, super thin and, like, you know... Yeah. I have curves that just are always going to be there. I think sometimes we just have this idea in our heads of this unattainable body. <laughs> we tell ourselves that if we do these things, eventually we'll get there. But sometimes, like you're saying, just there's just no way. And that's okay. And I love that now when I go and I'm like shopping for like swimsuits or like whatever, the women in the pictures have stretch marks and cellulite. Yes. And I'm like, it kind of, yeah. it's giving me the confidence to be like, okay, I can, it's okay if my stretch marks are out. It gets fine. Like, honestly, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, really, when I'm old, I'm going to be more sad that I didn't just live my life and go and do the things I wanted to do rather than being like, 
just like stop being so sad about the stupid stretch marks <laughs> yeah honestly like just go live your life and do what you want to do. i sound so harsh right now but well, you're passionate but i'm just like we just waste all this time fixating on something that eventually we're just gonna be like man i wish i had that time back because and you ever look at look at pictures of yourself and at that time you're like oh, i'm so ugh and then like a year later you look back and you're like man I look good. How did I not notice that? Yeah. <laughs> we're so hard on ourselves. We should let you tell, uh, tell your little My story. Uh, your story, your My background. Spiel. After I've just like rampaged on for like 20 <laughs> minutes, I'm like, oh. No, it was so good. I loved it. So I feel like in high school, I definitely had a lot of comparison. I had depression, but it honestly wasn't until my senior year of high school when I had a boyfriend and found out through one of his friends that he was chatting with another girl very inappropriately. I'm just, full disclosure, what I went through was my perception and my truth. And this person, like, wherever he is, whatever he's doing, he could be totally changed. And, like, what he was going through was his perception. But in my perception... He was, it was the not worst. Good. It just was not good. And <laughs> like he sucked. <laughs> so anyway, this sent me. It's almost like all of this mental illness was there, but this just like ignited the fire. I went into deep depression, was seeing therapists, and for whatever reason, I decided that the way that I looked was awful and well did you feel like that was the cause of it that you were like this is why he's talking to this other girl is because i'm not like, i good don't enough. know and honestly i feel like a huge part of it so i had an eating disorder after this i was anorexic i think that more than anything that was my way of self-harming because it was like the hunger pains and working out all the time and feeling weak because i was eating little to nothing and then would drink these detox teas that would flush your stomach out so i wasn't bulimic because i wasn't making myself throw up because that was terrifying i have a fear (laughs) okay like won't do that for anything no so i was eating little to nothing but then making myself flush it out yeah i can't say that it was this this boyfriend that made me do this because obviously i'm in charge of my actions and i'm in the in charge of the way that i feel and think It was almost like a trigger. Yeah, but it definitely was a trigger. And it was, I saw, I was seeing a therapist, but it just wasn't great. He liked silence. And I just would sit there in silence. And just my mind was, yeah, I mean, every therapist is different. And I guess his approach was to just let me think. He's like, pay me $200 an Uh, hour while we just sit here in silence. He would ask me questions and I just like didn't know what to say. And so I would just sit there and my mind would run and it just was not great. I did not like him. But I ended up seeing the pediatrician and he was the one that was like, you have depression. Your weight is not okay. I think he said I was in the 25th percentile for my age because I was starving myself. Like it wasn't my genetic it wasn't like natural weight. Yes. Right? Because I guess like... People can be that weight if that's, like, their genetics. Yeah, know? because, like, in my family, we have thighs and hips. So, like, Curvy it's just ladies. not in my nature. To, like, I literally, 
look at pictures of myself back then and I look like a 12 year old boy and you can see my shoulder bones it was awful but it didn't matter how small the number on the scale was like it was never small enough I think it was when the pediatrician literally told me like if you drop any lower than 20 than where you are now I am severely concerned about you so I graduated high school and I still had an eating disorder like I stayed away from anything that was fattening, whether it be good fat or bad, sugar, like anything that I felt like would make me gain weight. And my goal was to just continually lose weight and work out all the time. I worked out multiple times a day. And I started dating Ronnie after he got back from his mission and his dad's Peruvian. And in that culture, it's like you feed people. That's the way you show them that you love them. So we got married and I definitely gained tons of weight and just felt miserable about myself and then I got pregnant and same thing as you like I wasn't that sick I definitely was sick and was throwing up and was stressed with the job that I was working because I was at an elementary school and just catching everything that those kids had and so I just ended up losing weight it's so funny that we have very similar I feel like we're literally like the same thing (laughs) like even like our births and but after I had Coven, I ended up weighing less than I did before I got pregnant. Same. But now <laughs> I, I've definitely gained weight, some weight back, but I don't know how much I weigh. I, I don't. Do. Well, you donate. I donate plasma twice a week and they have to weigh you. And I should just not look at the number. No, you shouldn't. Because every time it makes me so sad. Anyways, I, I'm like I keep interrupting I, you. I'm no, so you're fine. Sorry. I interrupt you too. It's conversation, love. We're on the We're like telling your story and I'm like, let's bring this back. To me. Not to get heavy and emosh, but... But I also think it's kind of... I don't know. Kate's not nice here. I'm like, I'm so happy that happened to you. (laughs) But it's almost just like... And I feel like hence the reason for the pod. Is because in my opinion, I feel like it's nice to talk to people and know that... Like, we're all struggling, like, one way or another. We... Like, because I will see people, I'm just like, you just seem like you have everything figured out. Looks like you have never had any issues with anything. Like, what the heck? How do you have yourself so put together? And then you talk to people, and you realize real quick that, like, I think everybody is struggling one way or another with, like, heavy things. And it almost is, like, a little comforting. Like, okay, nothing is wrong with me. This is just like We're just experiencing normal. Yes, life. This is like the human experience. And going through hard things. Like, and it's, so it's okay to like be going through these things. Like instead of putting pressure on yourself and like being, feeling down on yourself that you're, these things are happening. Just understanding that it's like, all right, like, yeah, like let yourself feel the way that you want to feel. Give yourself space to feel what you need to feel. Right. Because but don't let yourself... Don't let it consume you, though. Yes. And, like, let that fester. That. And be miserable. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been there, done that. Still continue to do that. Like you were saying, how you want to be able to feel good and not focus on the number. I, because of all that fun stuff that happened in high school, I really hate diet culture. Hate diets. Hate, hate tracking. I think there's someone I know who's really into health and fitness. She was like... Tracking is an eating disorder. It is. And like not Sorry. to... <laughs> like all you people out there. <laughs> and if, if it works for you, great. But you have to be so honest with yourself. Like if you're getting obsessive and it's literally controlling your life, that's not healthy. Mm. 
And I just know there was at one point where I was really considering doing the macro counting, but I was just like, if I do that, I will develop extremely unhealthy habits again. Mm. Because like even if you know yourself you, enough to be like, mm, not for me. So Can't for me, I just, I would, in a perfect world, I would eat the paleo diet, like dairy-free, gluten-free, purely just because of the way that it would make me feel. Not to look a certain way, but just my goal in life is to feel good in my body and to be able to feel strong to do the things that I want to do, to have healthy pregnancies and babies and to nurse and to live life and feel well doing it. Not look a certain way. Because like the way that I look as hard as it is to realize is the least interesting thing about me. Well, I'm sorry. You can be like hot as heck, but if your personality is garbo. (laughs) That's what I was telling. (laughs) I was telling my sister that and she was like, yeah, but all the pretty girls get the boys. And I'm like, yeah, they're not getting the good ones. Like, if, if someone, you want to marry... Because if someone is just attracted to you, like, just by your looks alone... Like, sorry, sis, that's no <laughs> like, healthy relationship. He's going to find out real fast that... Uh, <sighs> do you know who um, Sydney Solberg, I want to yes. say, is? Yeah. She... Because she had an eating disorder. And then it's Soul Sister? Yes. On Instagram? On Instagram. She used to have a highlight about it. I don't think she does anymore. I wonder if because now she's like a therapist, if she's not allowed to have like her personal, certain personal yeah. things out there anymore. But she used to have like a highlight that talked about her eating disorder. But she is saying that like now, because she has a daughter that's ooh, like five, maybe six, mm-hmm. I don't know. And she's been raising her to know, like she will tell her that like every body is a good body. Yeah. Because... You know, her daughter would see, like, someone out in the store and, like, I don't know. She, like, shared a story once about this guy. Kids are oh, very had, like, honest. one leg. Yeah, he only had, like, one leg. And she was, like, Mom, like, why does that guy only have one leg? Like, she was, like, little. She didn't understand. She basically just has raised her daughter with the mindset that, like, every body is a good body. And instead of putting, like, this is good and this is bad. So, like, oh, this person has, like, more, like, meat on their bones. This is bad. She's trying to raise her to just be like, everybody is a good body. Whatever yeah. your body looks like, it's good. It's your body. I love it's that. It's allowing you to do what you want to do, you know? So I think taking care of yourself is important. And like, yeah, like feeling good. I hate when I feel, ugh, just so Because then that just bloated. makes you feel even worse. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel good. But yeah, it's like we should move away from how we look and focus more on how we feel on how happy we are with ourselves me included i feel like i'm like preaching to people no this is good horrible i'm loving this hopefully other people love it too (laughs) but i feel like we need to educate ourselves and find those that like have good information whether it's like somebody we follow on instagram or someone we know in real life or like a health and fitness professional who specializes in like teaching minerals and vitamins and nutrients and how you can fuel yourself with food and drinking water and I actually have I'm gonna shout her out she doesn't even know that any of this is happening but my cousin's wife Anjanette Lishman I would honestly love if one day she were to come on the podcast because she's amazing and manifest it (laughs) we have like a list of people we're like hope these people are on the pod (laughs) 
but she is getting trained to be, I don't even, I don't, I'm just going to butcher it, but so I'm not going to really say what she's doing or what she is, but she posts a lot of health things for her. Now it's purely just for health and wellness. And so she does meal plans monthly. You can pay for these meal plans and she gives you these recipes and then you have them. Her Instagram handle is A N J L E I S H M A N, Angela Schman. Anyway, but my mom was telling me just today, actually, she was telling my mom that what you should do is stand in the mirror naked. So looking at yourself. (laughs) Like, no! (laughs) You stand in the mirror naked. And my mom was telling you this, and I just like, oh no! Like everyone who's listening like is probably said. like, I am listening to this out loud in public. Like you're talking about standing in the mirror naked. What? <laughs> like blasting your car with the windows rolled down. It's like stand in the mirror naked, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, the people around me <laughs> are like, what is this girl listening to? <laughs> Anyways, so, so go ahead, stand s- in the nude, stand, and it's basically teaching you to be grateful for your body and to like be grateful for every part of your body so you stand in front of the mirror naked and touch every body part and think of a reason why you're grateful for that body part like touch your head like i'm grateful for my mind touch your neck i'm grateful that it holds my head up i'm grateful for my shoulders because it allows me to do x y and z and my arms because i can hold my children and like you literally go through every single body part and show gratitude for every part of your body while looking at yourself naked. Have not done this yet, but I feel like I need to. I feel like it could be really healing. Because then you're like forced to just like accept like this is what my body looks like. Like this is me. Almost just like staring at yourself. Cause I feel and like- not just for exception, but to be content and happy with yourself. And if you really feel like you are unhealthy, like you don't feel good... Do the research and find things that make you feel good. And like things help that you, you have feel fun good. doing too and that make yes. you happy. Because the best forms of exercise are walking and hiking and do, like moving your body. If you're just moving your body, if you're drinking water and if you are fueling yourself with good things and you're still having desserts and enjoying life, I feel like <laughs> you're good. You know what I mean? Well, I saw this little reel on Instagram. Which is funny because I'm like, if people just watch the first half of it, they're probably like so peeved because she's like showing just like small aspects of her day and she's like, this isn't healthy, dot, dot, dot. And it's like her, you know, drinking a green smoothie and like running, like doing all these things, like super like healthy. And she's like, so yeah, she's like, these things aren't healthy. And then it goes like the other half of the reel and it's like without balance. And it shows her like eating ice cream and like doing these other things and like she still eats pizza and like still does those things. It's like there's balance in everything. Yeah. Like, it's okay to eat good, but if you're like, if I want a slice of pizza, dang, I'm going to have a slice of pizza. Even if you're like, if I'm filling the whole pizza and I don't make myself sick after, by all means. Like, it's all about balance. It's not just about, you have to eat this way all the time. Yeah, well, and that's what I mean by, I'm like, not giving I hate up my pizza. diet culture. <laughs> I hate it. It's just is so detrimental to everyone's mental health, and it's all over social media, and it's just really sad. Like, we need to be talking more about these foods hold these vitamins and nutrients, which then helps you do this rather than, oh, cut out this many calories and cut out this food group so that you can look this way and achieve these goals. I feel like it was a girl that I follow probably. I don't know. I can't remember. But she's talking about how when she was younger, she went like shopping with her mom 
she was saying she was like always curvier you know so they were out shopping and she was like you know trying all these clothes and they weren't fitting her and she's like I love my mom like she's great and she had like her own things that she was dealing with but instead of her just being like oh like these just don't fit we just need to go like find a place that like will fit and just instead of seeing the problem as like her body she should have seen the problem as her clothes because she was like oh like well honey it's okay we'll work out we'll like you'll fit you know and this girl just like pointed out that like you aren't supposed to fit into clothes clothes are supposed to fit on you yeah and i think (laughs) we just need to like let go of like like this like size i hate moving up a pant size are you kidding me hate it but it's like but why clothes are meant to fit us we don't need to fit into a certain size that's not the point which i definitely need to ingrain in my brain like we're sitting here saying all these things and i'm like but we but suck we at still it struggle <laughs> but i feel like that's kind of why it's good to talk about it hopefully this yeah. episode wasn't like just so heavy but just like i feel like that's kind of the whole point of the podcast though is because we're not perfect people i don't obviously nobody is but I feel like it's relatable because, like, I love what we said. I love them. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, you guys are just, like, in a different place than I am. Which is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I feel like I'm struggling with things that just I can't relate to them as much. And so it's nice to just feel like you're talking to someone when they're in the thick of it. Because I feel like they have a lot of things <laughs> together. I'm like... <laughs> They're a little bit more put together than I am. Again, which is fine. But it's nice to talk to someone when they're in the thick of it, too. Yes. Being like, like everything that we're talking about, these are things that we struggle with, too. I'm not just being like, I'm an expert and I'm telling you. <laughs> Get to the other side like, and this is how. Just... I'm like, we're all in the thick of it together. Party in the thick of it. <laughs> we choose our topics based off of how like what is speaking to us and what we feel like we're we feel like we need to talk about and we're like are we sucking at this great let's (laughs) expose ourselves and talk about it (laughs) pretty much but just like and it's just so funny because everyone's perception of you is so different than your own like i had some people comment on the way that i was looking basically implying that i had lost tons of weight and asked if i had meant to do that which made me feel really good but i've had to like come down from that (laughs) And it's like, some days I feel really good about myself. And it's like, yeah, I feel good in my own skin. I feel confident in who I am. And I'm not focused on when I walk, my thighs are rubbing together. But there are days where I just feel really awful about myself. And I feel like it's, I want to say it's normal, but maybe it's not normal. I feel like the healthy thing. I do think it's normal to have good days and bad days. That's normal with anything and everything. There are going to be good days. There are going to be bad days. But it's also realizing that those bad days, like, don't... What did I read? Where it's like, like, your bad days don't define, or they're not real. Like, your subconscious is lying to you. The part of you that's telling you that, yeah, like, you're too big, you have too much fat, or whatever. It's like, I feel like our brains, like, we just have the subconscious that's like, I'm sorry, it's just, it's lying to you. Yeah. And so it's okay to have those thoughts, but realize that you don't need to hold on to them forever because nobody's perfect we're gonna have ups and downs but eventually getting stronger and stronger that the the good days 
heavily outweigh the bad days. And you know that when you have the bad days, that doesn't change who you are and how you feel about yourself. It's just a bad day. And yeah. leave it at that, you know? Does that make sense? I just love you. <laughs> Group hug just us two. But I hope... I feel like it was kind of a heavy uh, topic. That's like, we're just throwing like ourselves into the deep end. Needed. But at the end of the day, like, this, cancel is our, this, for our topic. this is our truth. You can take it or leave it. Hopefully I was just going to say, take it or take leave it. it. <laughs> I sound so sarcastic and mean. I promise. No, Liva is seriously <laughs> one of the nicest people I know. You're so Lovely nice. car horn is going off. Oh, boy. <sighs> well, we've definitely been recording for a really long time. I hear that there are people out there who like really long podcast episodes, and I'm one of them. So Me too. I think that it'll definitely vary. Yeah, sometimes they'll be longer and sometimes they'll be shorter. But I would hope that when people listen to this, I think this is one of the topics I'm like, oof, because I think people can get really upset or triggered by certain things, yeah. which is okay. Um, but... I think the whole point is, like, we just want everybody to just love and accept themselves where they're at. And that doesn't mean you have to, like, stay where you're at either. Right. Like... Be okay with where you're at and where you're going and just not putting pressure on yourself. And I think body image is a big issue. Let's focus less on how we look and more on how we feel. Word, Jimin. What? (laughs) Have you ever seen She's the Man? Oh, yeah, but not enough to know. She's like, word, Jimin, that's what she says. When she's, like, trying to be a guy. And uh, she's like, oh, gonna need to watch that. Chick flick night. Totally. Hopefully we didn't just expose ourselves too much from, like, everyone knows my deepest, darkest Oh, for real. But I feel like when I... This is a judge-free zone, people. And we've wanted to do this for so long. We're just doing it. Also, I feel like we need to do an episode on imposter syndrome because I've definitely been feeling that lately. Anyway, time but to wrap it up. There's always so much to talk about. But hopefully, like, you can, first off, hopefully you feel like we're your friends. We're here for you. Because yes. we are. Here to validate you. Head over. We haven't even been plugging our Instagram. Uh-huh. Instagram, Have the OK Gals podcast. Hopefully, once we start posting, we can just post a lot of fun Gucci vibes on there. I don't know. I'm excited, Gucci though. vibes. Like good vibes. Oh, like whoa! It made sense as soon as I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that we have a little space for you guys, where you feel seen and validated, and yeah, that you feel like you can connect with someone else and feel like someone maybe understands you a little bit when you feel like no one does. <laughs> yeah. So deep. I love it. Yeah, and. I guess, I, I mean, we haven't posted yet, but I'm like, feel free to message us. I would love to chat with people oh, absolutely. who are, like, listening or have questions or have something they want to say. And I, I definitely would love to do, like, a Q&A episode. Slide into or, the like, DMs. Or, like, advice episode. Uh-huh. I know that there are other podcasts that do that, but I feel like you can never have enough, you know? Because really everyone great. has their own Especially because I'm just, like, a loose cannon. You don't know what advice you're going to get from me. It might be good. It might be bad. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we have talked way too long, but I feel good about it. May not last very long, but (laughs) we will chat with you guys next Thursday.